Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Running Bases Pod. I'm your host, Jack Martin. Joining us today, once again, Charlie Quinn. How's it going? Um, so today, uh, we'll be talking about the NL side of the championship series in the MLB. Uh, the series Diamondbacks vs. Phillies. And then moving on to the AL side of things, the Rangers and the Astros. Uh, then moving on to the NFL, so talking uh, about the major upsets yesterday, um, the tonight's game. And then uh, sliding into home, we'll be talking about like predicting the championship series for the MLB. So let's get it started. All right, uh, Charlie, MLB postseason, um, crazy things are happening. The championship series has already started with the AL side of things. The NL game one is just getting started now. Um, so we'll start on the NL side. The Diamondbacks-Phillies, uh, what do you think about that series? Um, You know, I'm impressed with the Phillies. Uh, really impressed. Impressed with the Diamondbacks even more than the Phillies. I'll touch upon that later. But these Phillies, you know, I kind of expected them to exit after, during the wild card. You know, the Marlins, they nearly put up a good fight. But I was expecting the Braves to take these guys down. And I was expecting them to take them down hard. Um, I'm really surprised that the Phillies showed up the way they did. I thought they... We're going to kind of be a one-hit wonder team after making the World Series last year. But um, I think my thoughts have been changed. Uh, I definitely think that they're here to stay. Yeah. Uh, tonight's pitching matchup in Game 1, two aces of the teams. We have Zach Gallen going for the Diamondbacks and Zach Wheeler, the Battle of Zachs, um, going for the Phillies. Two great starting pitchers. Zach Gallen, I think, has had a Cy Young caliber year. Um, and so is Wheeler, really. Um, they both they both done really well. Um, two, I think. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call them heavyweights for both of these teams, but they're one of the team's stars. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in this game. I think it'll be a very momentum swaying game. Um. It, yeah, I mean, the two teams look very good. They're hot. They're ready to go. We'll talk about the AL side of things later, but the, the Rangers look, in my opinion, they're like the same. Yeah. Like, they're ready to go, those three teams. And then there's the Astros. Um, but we'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, Charlie, what do you think about the pitching matchup tonight? Uh, I think it's going to be a tough one for both teams. You know, Zach Gallen, he's been having a great year. He always seems to have a great year. Even when he might not be winning the Cy Young, he always seems to, in my opinion, be at that all-star caliber that you kind of want out of a pitcher. Um, Zach Wheeler, too. Same exact thing. Um, I think that both teams are going to have their work cut out for them, and I would not at all be surprised if tonight's matchup 
is very low scoring. Uh, yeah. However, there are two very high-powered offenses, um, especially on the Philly side. They're red hot. Castellanos is on fire. Harper's ready to go. He's, like, hyped up. Uh, I could see things going very wrong for either team here. I think one, either for the Phillies, maybe the emotions get the best of them. Um, Or two, for the Diamondbacks, they get to this point, they've done really well, but still the experience of the Phillies and the atmosphere in Philadelphia, I don't think Arizona Diamondback players are used to that kind of atmosphere. Um, so, yeah. Try, what, what do you think about, like, do you think the Philly atmosphere impacts anything at all? Um, I definitely think that there's a much bigger atmosphere in Philly than there has been. Um, and, yeah, this, like, you know, you mentioned um, – Harper and Castellanos, but like, gotta look at Schwarber. Like, I mean, these guys, yeah, you're right. They're fired up. They're ready to go. Arizona, I mean, I'm not gonna say they kind of had a walk in the park, but they haven't really had to, you know, the players haven't really been excited. They've been winning these blowout games against one of the best teams in baseball. And part of me is worried that that's gonna be their downfall. Yeah, I think I think they're they're just gonna think, oh, we've got this. You know, they're kind of gonna go in too steady rather than the Phillies, who are gonna be very, um, what's the opposite of steady? Like, I guess ready to rumble. And I think that that energy is just gonna be overpowering. You know, talking about the mental game, I think that the Diamondbacks have almost gone too cool mentally rather than these Phillies who are hot physically and mentally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really else to say. Um, I think this will be a very tight series. Um, it could come down to a Game 7, in which you could see maybe this rematch of Whelan, Whelan, Wheeler and Gallon, or maybe they come earlier in the series – Whatever. We'll see what happens. Great series to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything you about this series? So that again, you cut out. Uh, there's anything, is there anything else uh, like to say about this series? Uh, I really don't think so. I mean, I think, yeah, we've, ha- we've covered everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'll about do it for um, turning around first. Let's head to turning second. All right. So AL side of things, the series already started. Rangers are up 2-0. They just won today against the Astros 5-4. They put four runs up in the first inning. Uh, Charlie, what do you think about this series so far? Um, If I'm being honest, Rangers have it in the bag. You know, the Rangers are going to do to the Astros what they did to the Orioles. You know, they're like the Phillies. They're hot mentally and physically. They're ready to go. They're not going to be stopped by what people think. Oh, these guys, they kind of just showed up once, you know. Yeah, they were kind of in contention for that AL West spot. But no, no, no. These guys, they're here for so much more. I think that 
people underestimate them. And these Rangers are taking that underestimation as power. And it's yeah. paying off expectations. motivation as well. Yeah. Uh, yesterday they won 2 nothing over the Astros. Uh, Jordan Montgomery got the win. While Justin Verlander, the acquired pitcher in the trade deadline from the Mets, took the loss. Uh, and today, five to four in favor of the of the Rangers. Sorry, uh, Nathan Eovaldi with the win and Fran Rivaldez with the loss. I think the Rangers are too. They're motivated. They're powerful. They have a good lineup. Really good pitching staff. Once Scherzer comes back, I don't see a team beating them. I really don't. Their lineup is stacked. They have veterans. They have young guys coming up, uh, like Josh Young and um, Evan Carter. Made a great catch yesterday. Uh, Ended up doubling up Altuve. Um, I mean, it... I feel like the series is already over. I wouldn't say the Rangers have it in the bag, but I don't see the Astros coming back from this. I don't. Uh, Charlie, what do you think about the the Rangers' pitching rotation? Like, how do you think it affects maybe the other teams? Yeah, so this is – I've been thinking about this, you know, and the more I think about it, Scherzer, this guy, you know, got traded mid-season. Did he start a game? Can't with remember the, the Rangers. Rangers. Did he start a game yeah, with the he Rangers? Played, he played till September. I think he got hurt in September. It was September, like early September, maybe late August. Okay, I, I think it might have been late August. But yeah, what he's got like four, five starts with them tops. Yeah, but he's Mad Max. He's ready to go. He's motivating the team. Yeah, but like where I'm getting at is he's either gonna make this team soar, you know, they're going to blast off like a rocket ship or they're going to burn up because that's true. Max Scherzer's energy is just so unique that I don't know if it's going to benefit them for better or for worse. I mean, you know, if you're looking at the Mets, he was all right. But how is this defense going to play around him? They haven't had to play playoff baseball with him. You know, is he more of a – now I haven't really been studying him, but, like, is the defense going to know whether to play more for ground balls, play more for pop flies, you know? Like, what should they be ready for? You know, they can't – I really think that the Astros are going to take game three just because Scherzer is going to be so new. Is he starting game three? Do you know? I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's starting game three tomorrow. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, he is a unique, he does have unique energy, you know. He really pumps up a team, but at the same time, it could be different for the clubhouse. Maybe they're used to, like, a calm, just get out there, perform kind of attitude. He could really change things up, but I've also seen how he's motivated. Like, he... Uh, he's partying with the team after they won. He's ready to go. The team, it seems like they're loving him. Yeah. 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 I mean, it could go either way, definitely. Uh, but I could see he could be a big acquisition for them and really push them into that World Series. Yeah. 
I really, yeah, once again, I see it going both ways. They're either, this is going to be crash or burn for them, game three. Or not crash or burn. Um, This is going to be explode in a good way or crash in a bad way. Yeah. I just think that, you know, Scherzer, he's great. You know, who knows? Maybe he'll throw a no-hitter. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to have that kind of energy going into this game. But he's definitely going to have some kind of energy, and it's definitely going to affect the game somehow. Mark my yeah. words. Absolutely. No, here's a bold statement there, Charlie. Well, I mean, you know, you see these guys, you know, the majority of the guys who've hit no hitters or perfect games, you know, they're kind of one-hit wonders. I mean, you don't, besides these, like, once-in-a-lifetime superstars, you don't really see guys hitting, con- throwing consistent no-hitters. Like, this season, you had, like, what, Framber Valdez, and then you had a Domingo Herman perfect game. I mean, like, first perfect game in a long while, more than 10 years. I just think that, you know, it's not as much about skill anymore as it is luck and what energy you're bringing. It, there's definitely some amount of skill involved, but, like, you know, you're saying Framber Valdez, this guy who threw a no-hitter earlier this season – who's been in Cy Young talks before, He, pro- I'm pretty sure, like, this game or last game, I can't remember whether he started game one or game two. It was game two, so today. Yeah, I mean, you let up those two early runs and it's game over. Yeah. Now, playoff baseball, you got to be ready. Didn't he have, like, a 16 ERA? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Maybe, but. Maybe at one point. I mean, Fran Valdez has been a good pitcher all year. I don't think – yes, he should not have given up those runs. The The whole loss was not his fault totally. I mean, there was the four runs of the first that did kind of affect the mood. Um, mm-hmm. As now, Kyle Schwarber hits a solo shot, puts the Phillies up in front in the first inning. Uh, one nothing. Um, but anyway, back to Valdez. I, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, it. the pitching will affect the rest of the series. I mean, it will. From the Rangers' point of view, just shut down the Astros' big hitters, and they, they can't do anything. And from the Astros, you got to shut down everybody. I mean, the whole Rangers' lineup is on fire. They're, even their catcher, Mitch Garver, who isn't typically known to be an, a great offensive catcher, has been great. He's been great for them. Yeah. It's all about timing, all about the rush, the adrenaline pushing you further into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, there's something more to it. You know, the energy, you know, you and I were just talking about the Phillies Diamondbacks energy. You know, it's paying off. Talking about how hyped, like, Schwarber is, like, Schwarber got his oh, yeah. and own cheeseburger. As well. Yeah, Schwarber got his own cheeseburger at Philly Stadium. Because the fans and himself were so hyped. Have you seen that thing? It's a yeah, monster. It's huge. And it, I think that that, it's pretty symbolic of how their season is going. Like, you know, and, you know, their season was the burger. You know, it's a big burger. You know, it's going to take a while to eat, but it's going to be good in the end. And then, you know, you've got the ALCS and, you know, ALDS and even the wild card. Like, I, and... This is a pretty bold statement, but I'm thinking that those Phillies, they're going to clinch or they're going to make it to the World Series again. 
And I think that those onion rings on top, those represent how much they're going to win. I really do. Interesting. That's that's a bold take right there. Um, but, I mean, you never know. Yeah, I mean, you know, when making predictions, you got to be bold. I mean, if you're going to play the safe route, as you've seen this season in particular, you're going to be wrong. You know, you try and play for chalk, you're not going anywhere. You know, you would have chosen the Blue Jays, Astros, or not Astros, Blue, Jay, Blue Jays, Rays, Dodgers, and Orioles, who all got absolutely obliterated. And it's just, I mean, you know, it's all about, you know, yeah, what you said, you know, playing the streaks. And I think you just got to be bold. True facts. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. You got anything else to say about the Rangers Astro series? No, but I would like to share this one sign I've seen uh, actually in my English classroom. But it says, the comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. And I feel like that really applies to baseball because, you know, you look at these teams, the Dodgers, they tried to stay comfortable. Did they grow? Did they win? No. These Rangers, have they been pushing themselves out of the comfort zone? Heck yeah. Are they winning? Heck yeah. I mean, it's a direct correlation. Interesting. That's another bit of a bold take, so to say. Gotta be bold. Um, well, that'll about do it for turning second. Uh, let's head to rounding third. All right, so. NFL, some big storylines from yesterday. Uh, we started off with the uh, Jets, um, Eagles. I mean, crazy game. I didn't even bother watching because I thought the Eagles were just going to destroy the Jets. Same here. But things went differently, I guess. Um, the interception, then the touchdown to win the game. Incredible by the Jets. They just stuck with it. Uh, and quick side note, did you see Aaron Rodgers? He's walking and throwing a football. Wow. Like six to eight weeks since his injury. No, no, no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Way less. That's like, it's been three weeks since his injury. Well, let's see. So Four. September 11th. Today's October sixteenth. About yeah, about four four ish weeks. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I and don't for... know about six to eight weeks, but four weeks after tearing your Achilles and you're up. I mean, walking, kind of. He's using crutches as well, but throwing a football too. He it well, just shows his motivation. He's ready to get back with the team. Well, throwing a football, you don't need your Achilles to throw a football. He's Especially also, at he's his stand, caliber. He just, he's standing up and just throwing a football. Like, just throwing it around. You don't do that this early in recovery. They, I guess. They just I mean, shut you down, just try and recover, do whatever you can to get back on the field. He's yeah. back on the field, pregame, throwing the football. That's cr- I, to me, that's crazy. Yeah, but I really don't think he's going to be in playing position till next season. Maybe the playoffs. 
but from what we've seen from the Jets so far, they're they're not going anywhere near the playoffs. Here's where I disagree with you. I think they could make a push. I really do. If Zach Wilson steps up, they've shown that they can beat the Eagles. I mean, it was, I don't want to say a lucky win, but it's not going to happen often. Um, but they they can. I mean, you've seen they can beat the Eagles. The One of the two undefeated teams coming into the week, this week. Uh, actually, both of them lost. Um, but I, I can see the possibility of Zach Wilson stepping up, becoming a leader for his team, Aaron Rodgers mentoring him, and they could make a push. I think they could. I think one or two more major wins and just getting the wins they need to against the worst teams, they could get in a wild card. And I think by the time the playoffs come, Aaron Rodgers will be ready to play. He'll be ready to go. That's what I think. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe. Maybe, just maybe. But I really think – I don't think the Jets are – I'm going to say it now. I think that the Patriots have a better chance of making the playoffs than the Jets. That, once again, is where I completely disagree with you. There is zero chance they're making it. Mac Jones, as with, at least with Mac Jones as their quarterback. Yeah. You can't do anything for them. I'm sorry. I, I agree with the you. The one Mac, receiver yeah. is DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm a Patriots fan, for those of you who don't know. But I think, even as a Patriots fan, if we don't do well this season, I want to fire Belichick and get rid of Mac Jones. I'm done. I think Belichick will retire. I don't even think he's going to retire because I still think he's hot stuff. Because he still thinks he's hot stuff. He is nothing without Brady and maybe Gronk. Nothing. He's still a great coach, though. Is he? Is he? After he's kept Mac Jones as the starting quarterback going into week five, where we've won one game all season? He has been a great coach. He has benched him multiple times. Um, but, I mean, that is fair. Um, if you, I mean, my philosophy is, at least in professional sports, if you know you're going to bench him, don't start him. Because then you're just sub- subjecting your team to a loss. And I feel like if Bill Belichick is the uh, the greatest coach or the best coach that he thinks he is, he'll realize that maybe it's more than trying to go undefeated like we did back in 2012. Maybe we should but take then- a step back, look at this, you know, get rid of Mac Jones, find someone train them because we know we can train players and maybe just maybe try and make a wild card push but then also like you got to give the quarterback some chances to grow you got it he's had two years it's been two years that's fair but you know maybe they'll have that one breakout game and if you bench him there goes his career he's gonna end up as a backup his whole career uh, that, I don't know. That's 
probably there was a little bit of a weak statement, but yeah, I mean, and also for those of you who don't know, um, Jack here is a Packers fan, so he has some similar feelings as yeah, I do. How Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre turned out. That's all I gotta say. Okay, let's remember who has more Super Bowls. And also, what team uh, is Aaron Rodgers How many do you have? Just real quick. How many, how many Super Bowls do you have? Uh, oof. Off the top of my head, isn't it 11? It is not 11. I know that. Uh, let's actually, let's see. Patriots, Super Bowls. One, two, three, four, five, six. You know how many the Packers have? Six. The Packers do not have six Super Bowls. They absolutely do. I guarantee it. All right, why don't you look it up? Okay, let's go right now. Packers, Super Bowls. They do not have six. That's what I thought. Okay, well, they're up there. They're up there, but that doesn't mean they have six. One can argue four. They have four. They have four. It's not that. Four? That's that's at least a two-year difference. And the Packers stink. They really but do. You guys also have the greatest quarterback of all time. We, That's the one good quarterback you guys have had. Uh, but anyway, what? no need to talk about the Packers and Patriots who suck. Yeah. Um, Jeff Eagles just picked off Jalen Hurts three times, twice in the fourth quarter. Uh, first ever win over the Eagles after 12 losses, dating back to 1973. That that's I mean that's kind of unheard of really. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts, um, you mentioned he threw three interceptions. You know, as a guy of that caliber, you know, it's gotta like if you're the um, Eagles managing like staff. I mean, it's gotta be like, oof. What is this guy doing? And you saw a little bit of that in their opening game versus the Patriots when the Patriots lost by a field goal. You know, this team that hasn't has won one game, they nearly lost to one of the best teams in football. I don't know. Something's fishy about the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting, their whole situation. Both of the teams, really, because the Jets, I think, would have had a great season if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt. They would still be up there. They, I think, would have beaten, would have had at least one or if not two more wins because Zach Wilson hasn't been the greatest quarterback. Uh, but from the Eagles' perspective, it's really confusing. It's almost like they go in against these big competitors. They really try hard. They're really motivated to get the win. But against the lesser competition, they're kind of like, eh, we'll steamroll them and just plow right through. But this time, the Jets built a big wall and stopped them. That was another really weird statement, but I'm trying to get my point across. I Uh, totally get it. Yeah. Uh, Anything else you got to say about the Jets and the Eagles? Nope. All right. Uh, we're just going to talk real quick about the um, 49ers-Browns. Big game. Uh, I really expect the 49ers to, once again, steamroll them, gone, 
Browns have not been very good. Christian McCaffrey's been on fire. He scored a touchdown. Uh, his 15th consecutive game with a touchdown. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, you know, it shows how hot they are. And even though they did lose to the Browns, I think that since they lost by such a small margin, in my mind, yeah, I'll count it as a loss. But I'm calling it now, Niners take the Super Bowl. I think they're contenders as well. Um, I think it was kind of an off day. You know, Brock Purdy didn't have his best game. They only scored 17 points, which is very unusual of them. Uh, as a fantasy football team owner of Christian McCaffrey, not too happy with his performance, although he did get a touchdown. Um, but the 49ers situation is interesting. They are now seen as one of the best teams in football. And they have Brock Purdy quarterback, who is a great quarterback. However, he, I don't think, has proved himself yet fully. He's proved himself a little uh, with those games in the playoffs last year. And he's been good so far this year. We've yet to see that next-level stuff, that Patrick Mahomes stuff, Josh Allen stuff, you know? Like, the really, like, the things that set him apart from some of the other quarterbacks. Yeah. The defense, incredible. I'd say the second best, if not the best defense in the NFL. A great receiving core. I don't see a team that can stop them. I think they just had an off day. They weren't, they're slumping a little bit against the Browns. They'll come back next week. They'll be great. Uh... Yeah, I think it was just a little bit of unfortunate, misfortune. Yeah, I totally agree. You got anything else to say about the NFL? No, not really. Um, so that'll about do it for rounding third. Let's head home and slide in with the predictions for the MLB playoff championship series. All right, Charlie. Big moment truth here. Um, actually, Bryce Harper, quick update on the Phillies game. Hit a solo homer. Uh, I mean, and now they're actually up 3 nothing in the bottom of the second inning. It's c- kind of crazy. Nick Cassianos hit another homer. Another one? On fire. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber with a leadoff homer, first pitch. Then Trey Turner lines out. Then first pitch, Viz at bat. On his birthday, Bryce Harper with a homer. And now Nick Castellanos just homered again. His fifth homer of the postseason. And fifth homer of the series. Well, no, he had four last series. And then one at the beginning of the series. Zach oh. struggling right now. I mean, right now, he is. Yeah. No, now I'm kind of laughing about, or laughing at myself about how we're like, yeah, it's going to be a low-scoring game. What inning is it? It's only like it's the second. the bottom right? of the second inning. It's yeah, like three yeah, no. I'm revoking my statement that it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm saying Phillies explode here 
get game three, and then I think that the Diamondbacks are a dead man walking. I think Diamondbacks will come back in this game. They will come back. They'll fight. They'll take game one. They'll take game two. Phillies you mean, will head wait. to Arizona. Er, game Aren't two. they in Arizona right now? No, they're in Philly. They're in Philly? Yep. I believe so. Oh, that's interesting. Right? They're in Philly. <coughs> that's very interesting. All right, let's get back to topic. MLB predictions. All right, Jack, let's hear it. Let's hear it, man. I'm really torn in this Diamondbacks Philly series. I'm leaning towards the Phillies because, I mean, they've been incredible. But, I mean, the Diamondbacks are good. They're really good. Uh, yes, they are confirmed in Philly, but I'm leaning towards the Phillies because of their experience and their crowd atmosphere. I take back my statements that the Diamondbacks win game one and two. The Phillies are taking all of them except for one. They're going to win in five games. Uh, they're kind of on fire. I mean... Castellanos cannot be stopped right now. Harper cannot be stopped right now. Schwarber's on fire. Trey Turner's going to come. I mean, he's going to be good. He's yeah. been decent this season, this postseason. Okay this season. Struggled at the beginning. But I think we'll come to his own here, and it'll be a turning point in his career in Philly. Uh, I have the Phillies winning in five, including this game tonight. Okay. What do you got for this Phillies Diamondback series? I'm just gonna go out and say it. Phillies are hot as fire. Diamondbacks are eh. So Phillies in four. No decision. It really I think the Phillies are just gonna blow the Diamondbacks out of the water. You know, they're at home tomorrow too. The Phillies could not have it set up any easier. I wouldn't say the Diamondbacks are eh. But I think they're definitely going to have a setback starting this series in Philly. The crowd will motivate Philly. It'll be, I think, a little too much for the Diamondbacks and therefore not going to be great for them. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I think. Um, Rangers-Astros series. Rangers already up 2-0 in the series. I'm going to say Rangers in four games. Rangers complete sweep the Astros. You know, when you said the Phillies are hot as fire and the Diamondbacks are eh, that's what I think about the Rangers and Astros. Rangers, boom, they're like they're going 200 miles per hour right now. The Astros, kind of like a slow and steady type thing. I don't think it's going to work out for them. Yeah. And I would just like to... um. Make a correction. Um, I was on. I, uh, my mind totally slipped. I thought that the Phillies were already up two games to none going into tonight's game. I did not realize that this is game two. This is game one. Oh, it's game one. Yeah, the series is zero zero. 
Oh. That ex- that's also why I'm so confused about the Castellanos homers. I apologize to anyone I may have confused. Um, but once again, uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Rangers in four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't think there's maybe the Astros squeak one. No. But I don't see it happening. Yeah. So. Neither do I. Um, any final thoughts about the MLB postseason? Um, well, I'm going to go out on a limb here. With my predictions, I'm going to say that the World Series ends up being Phillies in seven after seven consecutive nail biters. Interesting. So you're saying Phillies, Rangers uh, in seven, Phillies win. Correct. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to wait till next episode when we talk about it. Um, if we do, or the next episode that we talk about it. Don't want to give my predictions away um, to all you viewers, so just keep watching to find out what I think. Um, but that that's an interesting prediction right there. As I really? said, gotta be bold. Yep, gotta be bold. I think that's the new, um, that's the quote of the day. Gotta be bold. Um, So that'll be about it for this episode of the Running Bases Pod. Thank you for joining me once again, Charlie Quinn. No problem. Happy any time to come along. Uh, Thank you. And I'm Jack Martin. We will see you next time.